Hi, welcome to our latest episode of Shoe Speak HR. Um, and it's also our 50th episode of Shoe Speak HR. So happy birthday to us. Uh, happy birthday, Amy. Happy birthday, Amy. Happy birthday, Andy. <laughs> that is such I'd a dad say. joke, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a dad joke. I feel like the dad in the group, so I'm <laughs> going to roll. It's fine. We'll humor you, Andy. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously, clearly, we're recording this landmark uh, episode, um, and it also coincides with what will be the coronation celebrations for uh, King Charles. Um, so we thought, what better topic than to discuss holidays and bank holidays? Um, and this isn't a suggestion to the powers that be that us three deserve an extra day for getting to 50 Shoe Speak HR episodes. But if any of the powers that be are listening and want to offer us them, then I'm sure... Um, we would be all be willing uh, to say, I'm on, I'm on board. I'm on board with that. <laughs> so, Amy Leach, let's start with uh, UK Bank Holidays because we have an extra one uh, coming up on Monday. Um, are all employees uh, entitled to take the Coronation Bank Holiday off? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I suppose the starting point is it will depend on the wording of their uh, contract of employment. So, going right back to, to basics, back to the contract. Um, and it's probably worth saying, actually, there's no automatic right for employees to have paid time off on a bank holiday. Um, so if you're going to to be looking at this, you want to look at your contracts that you've got in place with your employees and see what it says. So just to run through, I guess, some kind of common examples and what they might mean. Um, so sometimes it might say that somebody's entitled to 20 days holiday per year plus bank holidays. Well, in that case, um, you would argue that employees would have a contractual entitlement to take paid time off um, on the additional bank holiday because the wording um, on holiday entitlement in the contract in that case is not limited. It doesn't say the usual bank holidays or the eight bank holidays. It just says plus bank holidays. So that would be inclusive of all of them. Um, sometimes a contract might be silent on bank holidays. It might just say 28 days holiday per year. Um, which in that case, I mean, potentially might mean they're entitled to it. Where the contract's silent, um, the employee, I suppose, has the ability to book using their 28-day holiday allowance. So unless there's any other restrictions in the contract, it would mean that they could book a bank holiday off if they wanted to. Um, I suppose another example uh, might be 20 days holiday per year uh, plus the eight bank or public holidays or usual holidays. Then in that case, um, if it's the eight bank holidays, potentially not. Um, but if it is the ones that obviously it just says the usual ones or public holidays, there might be some interpretation there as well. And I've seen contracts before too, which will actually go into even more detail and say 20 days holiday or however many days holiday plus, and will actually specify what the bank holidays are. So like New Year's Day, um, Good Friday, etc. And in that case, if it's not listed, then again, no, they probably wouldn't be contractually entitled to it. So it'd be up to the employer to to take a view on that. Um, and I think that probably leads me on to kind of my final point in relation to this is even where there is no contractual entitlement to take the additional bank holidays, paid time off, I think many employers probably as a gesture of goodwill um, will decide to allow their employees to take the additional bank holiday or if it's not possible for business reasons, um, provide time off in lieu. So everybody still gets that day, just possibly won't be the same day um, as everybody else. Uh, and I think it's important for employers, obviously, we've had quite a few additional bank holidays, especially last year. We've had them before for royal weddings. 
Um, I think it's just being careful that you sort of analyze what you've done in the past and just make sure that you're consistent if you can be, um, especially if there has been a little bit of a precedent set in the past of how you've handled it because employees may expect you um, or will very likely expect you to carry on and do what you've done before. So I think that would be my kind of last tip is just sort of see what you've done previously um, and if that can still work this year, then then do it. Because I think if you can give the employees the day off, they will appreciate it. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. So in the last few years, um, the UK has moved away from the normal, and and you know, kind of when when we talk about the normal, we mean Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Day, um, you know, the the May bank holidays and the August bank holidays. Um, and ordinarily there is eight. Um, I think we actually had 10 last year um, because the Queen's Jubilee celebration and then obviously, unfortunately, her funeral. Um, so, uh, yeah, effectively, you know, kind of taking into account all the last few years, then then we have moved away from the eight. So, you know, you're right to flag precedence. But um, Amy Anderson, in terms of holidays more generally, are you aware of any interesting initiatives that organisations are doing at the moment? Um, and I guess particularly so in the diversity and inclusion space, you know, and, and I say that, um, you know, kind of not with knowing full well that we're talking about the coronation bank holiday and knowing full well that, you know, kind of certainly not everybody in the country is a royalist. Um, but equally, I, I dare say people's um, loyalty or not to the royal family um, will prevent them from wanting or taking the time off. But um, clearly you know kind of for other religious festivals or other things then you know kind of our organizations looking at that and looking to do things um, i've seen a few bits and bobs recently actually about um employers who are giving their employees the chance to basically flex their bank holidays so giving them the option of do you take them on the bank holiday or do you work the bank holiday and then have an extra day off at another point of the year that's at a time that suits you um and i think just prior to the podcast, we were catching up and, and Amy Amy Leach had a couple of statistics that she shared with me. And it was basically that um, 28% of employees in a recent survey, I think it was only a small survey, but 28 of employees in a recent survey would prefer to work on back holidays and take other days off. And it was only 17% that didn't mind either way. And out of the 28% of employees who prefer to work on bank holidays and take the days off some at another time, um, 14% of those people said that the reason that they wanted to work on the bank holidays and work out at another time was because of religious religious reasons and obviously wanting to take um, the holiday at a time that, that matched with their religious festivals. So I personally celebrate Christmas, so obviously get the bank holidays that coincide with Christmas. And under kind of these schemes, the rationale is, well, let people... Cash, uh, bank the bank the right holidays and then spend them, for example, at Eid or whenever whenever the time suits them to coincide with their religious festivals. So I think that that's kind of the rationale. I think it's really interesting, um, and I think it's definitely something that we will see more businesses doing going forward. Because obviously, as we talk about a lot on the podcasts, there are like it's all about attracting employees, and I think this will be one of those things that employees are looking at. Well, actually, if they want to have the flexibility around bank holidays, which businesses allow them to do that, which don't, and kind of the overall employee proposition, which employee which employees are definitely looking at when they're moving between between jobs. Um, I think sometimes there there is a reluctance with um businesses to necessarily embrace this kind of flexibility because I think they think suddenly everybody will want to work on days which aren't the typical bank holidays um but my gut feel is that that won't necessarily be the case because I think 
for bank holidays, they will continue to be the days that most people will continue to, to take. Obviously, with that recent survey, it was only, tw- although a significant proportion, it was still the minority that wanted to work on bank holidays and have a different day off. So I think I, I will certainly would encourage businesses to, to, to think about that. Obviously, you need to um, you need to think about your own operations as a business, but definitely encourage businesses to think about these kind of initiatives. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think we will. Um, but equally, I think businesses, you know, kind of as, as much as they will try and be inclusive, they will, you know, kind of look to be as flexible as they can because that's the general direction of travel for most employers. Um, equally, they, they do need to kind of bear in mind, you know, whether they have, for example, a Christmas closure. I know lots of organisations do. And the reason for that isn't necessarily just to allow their staff to celebrate the festive period, it's because the wider industry shuts down um, and therefore yeah. having their staff come in on those days would be entirely unproductive because there's nothing for them to do or there's no need to to get products out or to offer services on those days. So, you know, kind of organisations will ultimately need to kind of obviously bear in mind their own business needs, um, which, which seems obvious, but, you know, kind of shouldn't be shouldn't be forgotten or lost when when trying to achieve as flexible a holiday um you know kind of benefit scheme as you can so yeah i I think ultimately there is that direction of travel um but essentially as we often say with with lots of things when when questions come in from members of staff you know kind of the the starting point in the contractual position you know, have a look. What does it say in the contract? What does it say in the holiday policy? Uh, to the extent there is one, start from there, and and then you know, kind of the business can then think more imaginatively if if they are able to um, within the contractual restraint. So, um, so anyway, we're gonna all go off and get some bubbles and cake and celebrate our fiftieth. Um, thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, if anybody wants to send us a card, it's probably a bit too late, but if you want to send us usual feedback and comments, um, then yeah, feel free to do so. The usual method is, is always best. So if you can drop us an email at shoespeakhr at shoesmiths.co.uk and we will look forward to speaking again soon. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, guys. Bye.